Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about WandaVision and all sorts of things. And also, we're going to debut our new format. That's right. We're not going to do the whole big season review of things anymore. Uh, at least that's where, what we think we're doing. Uh, we're not going to have like the big sweeping, uh, you know, at the end of the season, do the big, big thing about it. We're going to talk about things as they come out, uh, be more up to date, be more up to the minute. Um, and, you know, we're going to get to some changes with the news as we go a little bit further into it. And you guys will see how that goes. But we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Man, Ron chopped out hella hard on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was pretty good. It was like, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. Wrong. It was bad. It's all right. It's, I'm going to leave it in. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I'm going to leave it. It's good. Um, okay. Um, anyway, before we go further into the show, we got to make sure that we remember our pickle. Of the week. Yes. Ron, you can just wait. That's, that's cheating. That's, yeah, right. You got to commit. Um, but anyway... My my pickle of the week is a RPG from Hunters Entertainment and Renegade Studios. Um, Altered Carbon, the role-playing game, should be in stock at all Bedrock City locations. Um, it's very interesting. It's uh, dystopian cyberpunk, neo-noir type stuff, but uh, the big gimmick and Altered Carbon, um, it's based on a TV show from Netflix, which is also based on a book series, uh, is that uh, the the meat sack that you reside in is simply that your consciousness can be re-sleeved quote unquote into another body if this one dies or whatever. So you can sort of download someone's consciousness onto something and then transport it into another uh, host. So That's kind cool. of a neat mechanic in a game that your character never really dies. Right. So like your character is, well, I mean, I guess you could, you know, get completely obliterated, but you know, you can always re-sleeve. So kind of an interesting idea. And the book is really, really nice. And everything Hunter's Entertainment puts out is really top tier. Nice. That's not super dope. Yes. Ron? Ronnie yes. Boy. Sorry, I blanked out. Uh, I am picking Pulp, uh, the graphic novel uh, by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Uh, it's coming out. Uh, soft cover. A little yes. cheaper. So if you, know, you didn't want to spend a hardcover money, go ahead and pick it up now. It's very good. Nice. I know you like I'm that picking, All day. Who doesn't? Right. I'm picking a DC book, Immortal Wonder Woman, number one. Okay. By, written by Becky Cloonan, art interior by Jen Bartel. Um, it's This is the Diana Wonder Woman, not the new Yara 4 Wonder Woman, but she's older, more seasoned. And I read it today, and it was fantastic. It has a backup story about Nubia, another Themyscira. And the art is by Aletha Martinez, who... She signed at our store a few years ago. She was that's really right, cool. Dude. Um, but yeah, that's my my wreck. Okay. Super dope. Exciting. Have you got? Have you been keeping up with Future State? Most of it. Well, when they we got a bunch of advanced PDFs from DC, and I read almost I all, read all those, those. But Immortal Wonder Woman wasn't on it. Not all of them oh. were there. So I read that. I read that today. So I'm kind we, of up to date. We had a big rush and people adding that book last minute. So that's exciting. Oh, for real. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna read them tonight. So I'm excited. All right, let's talk about events. Um, this week, well, thank you everybody for Keyforge last week. Uh, that wraps it up for the month. Congratulations to Dexter for going first place uh, in our le- monthly leaderboard. Uh, if you don't know, we do have monthly leaderboards that track this stuff, and there's prizes for uh, you know top four in the leaderboard every month. 
uh, unique decks that you can only get by hey, can I ask you a question? Leaderboard. What's up? Does Dexter have a laboratory? Uh, no, and he's like 11, so he probably wouldn't even get that oh, joke. That's unfortunate. I know. Oh. Um, but, you know, he beat out many adults, so, you know, good for him. Um, he does have a laboratory, see? Yeah, right? Um, chefing it up in the lab. Uh, but my only event this month is on the 30th. It's going to be paint night. We're painting a Baylor available at all Bedrock City locations. Uh, typically, this month would have been our um, paint-along month where we all paint the same thing with the same paint in the same direction, and I guide everybody through it. However, there was no kit this month, so I decided we're all going to paint a Baylor, and you can freehand it and freestyle however you want. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. The mini is $14.99, uh, and you can hop into our Discord uh, to paint with us that way. You can find the link to our Discord on our Twitter bio at BRC Uncanny. Uh, our other socials are un uh, Uncanny Universe on Instagram and Uncanny Universe on Facebook. Uh, Uncanny Universe on Vero. Um, we do have a Vero. I downloaded it to check out 2.0 and it had my login saved from when we made a Vero when it was new. <laughs> oh no. I know. It's not good. It does. But that's all I got for this month. I have a Facebook live sale tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, at uh, bedrockcity.com slash live, 7 to 9. Uh, this week we have a bunch of CGC books. Uh, a few months ago, Richard pulled a bunch of the books that we had and sent them off to CGC. And they're back. And there's a lot of good ones. There's a FF52, First Black Panther, Ooh. Batman Adventures 12, First Harley Quinn. But it's, it's honestly a really random assortment. Normally when we get a collection, it's like, oh, it's modern variants, you know. But this is like there's like a heavy metal one there's it's just like a very eclectic random golden age silver age modern assortment and then um i made some really good bundles this week um nice. and there's you know the normal like lower dollar but still really cool issues you know a few boxes of those as well sweet that's awesome those live sales are a lot of fun if you guys haven't seen them yet if you haven't checked them out uh dylan has really made them really special if you can check out these videos they look really really nice the they've been getting the better, better screen yeah that green screen really just is really top tier this week Elevator. i know uh richard's very uh political so i know we're gonna have an election it's uh inauguration day you know oh yeah today so I'm today sure it's gonna be themed it's gonna be themed to that somehow it's gonna be huge so um, watch the inauguration and then come watch the live sale to cool exactly. down this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out and it helps new people to find the show. It also helps us achieve our 2021 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and go do it. Um, okay, so this is the unnamed segment part of the show. It's replacing what I done did. Because we realize, you know, we done did the same thing every week. It's a pandemic. We don't do a lot. Um, so uh, that's sort of the, the big change behind uh, the, big, the new format shift here. Uh, so we're going to talk about WandaVision. So, Before uh, the news? What? That's crazy. What? Yeah, so we wrap up the show <laughs> with the news now. I mean, the news is still going to be the biggest chunk of the show as it typically is. Um, but, you know, we're going to talk about this stuff as it happens up to the minute, you know, live you know, five days late, but you know, um, here we are. So if you have not seen WandaVision episodes one and two, 
uh, go ahead and skip in about 25 minutes. And you probably will hear us talking about something else. Uh, and then, you know, you did it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway. Though I would say that they're not, the first two episodes aren't too spoiler heavy. No, like, it's really not. No, I was talking not really. about, um, they almost got spoiled by WandaVision. I'm like, what did you get spoiled on? Yeah, I feel like you could listen to a conversation about the first two and then still go and enjoy them. Agreed. If you, so you haven't watched them yet and you feel a little brave, uh, don't worry. Uh, so anyway, WandaVision episodes one and two dropped this past Friday on Disney+. Plus. I believe all of our collective hype levels were through the roof for these things. Yes. Yeah. So uh, when did you guys watch them on Friday? I did. I had to wait until Friday night, which was killer. I oh, thought boy. about staying up Thursday. It comes out at 2, uh, 2, 2 a.m. Oh, but wow. I, I couldn't do it because then it's really staying up till 3 a.m. And yeah, I feel like I can retain it. I don't want to watch it for the first time groggy. So I waited uh, till Friday night to watch it. Wow. Um, I watched it at 8 a.m. on Friday. Wow. Before work? Because your, boy, your boy's off on Fridays. Your boy so, was off. Oh, so you just woke up the, and watched it? I woke up and was like, cool, let me get some OJ. Let's watch some WandaVision. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know? Nice. That's okay. Um, I, didn't watch it it, I didn't watch it till Saturday. But I I really enjoyed it. So um, the first episode, as we sort of expected, uh, is 1950s sitcom style. Dick Van Dyke. Um, Dick Van Dyke. Totally Dick Van Dyke. Um, so have I don't know if you guys have seen all the negative or some of the negative stuff online about the show and it sort of is leaning into what Dylan said last week uh, about I had a feeling this would happen right and what was your feeling Dylan that since it's very sitcom-y and we knew the first two episodes were going to be entirely black and white pretty much you know yeah that and that it was kind of be a little bit of a slow burn that people would maybe judge the show based on these two you know and be yeah. like, well this is weird this isn't an MCU action you know nobody's and getting then, punched uh, be like I don't like this yeah yeah which I think that's I think the majority of people don't have that opinion, but I've definitely seen a lot of people being like, this is whack. I've seen a, I've seen a couple people on Facebook talking about how whack it is. And uh-huh. you know, I got a quote. Oh, go ahead. One baby boy, Austin from the Washington store. Oh, did he, did he hate store. it too? Store. Oh, hold on, wait. Oh no. <laughs> quote. I thought it was boring and there's only so much bad black and white sitcoms I can take. It comes up with irony that that it's not ironic anymore, and it's just a thing. So there you go. Wow. That it was, was only 45 so, minutes out know, of six hours. Didn't so. care for a black and white sitcom. Hmm? I said it was only 45 minutes one. out of... Yeah, yeah. But he, I feel like yeah, he's saying like he watched episodes, like a yeah. grueling amount of black and white, you know? Right. Like it was it's only a little bit. Right. But luckily for him, it's over, you know? Right, it's in the same color now. So, d- so. is he going to stop watching it? No, uh, I mean, there's another quote, but basically, he's like, "I'm going to watch it because you know it's homework at this point to him right. anyway." So, that's that. Um, I mean, hopefully, you know, this, this show turns for him, for him. So I can see not liking it if you aren't really a fan of MCU stuff, actually. Uh, but if you're a super fan, I I don't see how you can't like it. Uh, there's no way you don't like this, right? Well, I guess there can be a way, but well, it's I different, mean, you know. Yeah, from every like, other MCU we've had. I can tell you, I know Lori was iffy on it. She thought it was okay, 
but like she also doesn't care about classic TV in any way. Has no nostalgia for it. Doesn't has never seen Dick Van Dyke. Doesn't get the references to that, and doesn't get the MCU references. You know, because she gotcha, hasn't really gotcha. watched all those movies. So she was like, y'all, eh. Did y'all watch Dick Van Dyke when y'all were younger? No, no, like, no, no, no. I know, I know. The we okay. we all are familiar with the aesthetic and the right. Oh, like no. the beats, sure. you know, the storyline beats. We no, all know. I've never seen an episode of Dick Van Dyke, but I know about tripping over the the Ottoman and you know, sure. The, the, yeah, we've the, all seen those. It's all been parodied in anything else yeah. that's ever that's come after it. You know, from Most cartoons yeah. to The Simpsons to whatever. But I think this is a really smart and well done um, first two episodes. I really dig it. Um, I liked the neighbor a lot. I thought she was really funny. Yeah, she was great. Catherine Hahn. Yeah, she was yes. awesome. Um, Agnes. Uh, Agnes, thank yeah, you. Agnes. Yeah. Uh, did y'all like the first episode or the second one better? First, I think. Okay. I'd say second, I, maybe. I'd I don't say know, second, too. The same, but I think it's building, so I guess I would have to say second. I loved yeah, and I, the second one. I loved the animated <laughs> portion the of The Bewitched opening? Well, I liked, no, no, I liked no. all the funny vision bits. Yes. Like oh, I with the stomach? Like yeah, with the yeah. stomach and getting the gum in the gears. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so there's there's obviously, like, I don't know how you could watch the first episode and think anything that there's not, like, something else going on because they pretty much get right into it at the end of the first episode by someone's calling out to Wanda over the radio and then there's some stuff in color where someone's maybe looking at a well, monitor. Well, somebody's watching them? Yeah. Right. So... I haven't looked. I, I, you, if you've been listening to the show for any number of uh, time, any amount of time, or you talk to me, you know I don't typically go down the rabbit holes of speculation or anything like that. So, um, but Dylan I do. does. Yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to. I didn't have time. So Dylan, what are people thinking? What's uh, what's going on? Here? I, I feel compelled to give a spoiler warning because. Okay. I feel so confident about my theory. Wow. That wow. It's like so confident spoiler, in his theory, you know? he's calling it a spoiler. So okay. So y'all know my pick, my pickle last week was the Vision and Scarlet Witch yes. uh, complete collection, which I read like two days before it. Okay. And then I saw the Vision and Scarlet Witch 12 issue miniseries like playing out in the show. Um, okay. Well, number one. Okay. One thing I liked about it, which kind of goes into my theory, is that it just starts with them in the sitcom. It's not like how she got trapped in there or who did it or how it's happening. You know, it's a mystery, okay. which I think, I think that like the fact that we're able to theorize is not something we've been able to do with MCU. You know, this is normally like game of Thrones territory or something, you know, right. or stranger things or something like that. So I really like that we're able to do that. Cause I think that's a really fun aspect of it. You know, we don't, we've never had a big MCU mystery before. Right. Um, or Star Wars, you know, it's it's kind of getting from those. But um, I, what what's happening? I can tell y'all. There are the the biggest hints are um, that Mephisto is trying to has somehow trapped Wanda in a reality or made her do it or something, and everyone's trying to get her to have kids because in the comics he she has the twins, which later become Wiccan and Speed, but Mephisto absorbs them. And he can he can like absorb her chaos magic, you know, by basically killing her kids, which he does in the comics. Um, okay. But in the show, 
it starts off with Agnes asking her why why she doesn't have kids, you know. Um, and then you know all the housewives do that too. They have right. the they have the magic show benefit, and everyone in the town is chanting for the children for the children. Right. Um, oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, when the when the lady cuts herself, it's like a sp- supposedly a metaphor for you know Wanda, you know having the baby she's like how does a a woman does it herself and then the next scene she makes herself pregnant or somehow gets pregnant okay um they they have like the toy the toy helicopter if you notice there's literally no there's no other children in this town yeah that was confusing to me too it's weird that there it's like for the children but there's no other there are no no other kids there was the helicopter wanda's kids to something well, there was a helicopter in the trailer, so maybe it kind of was thrown in. You know, it had a it had a sword logo on it, on right? The helicopter, right? So it, maybe it it got put into the town somehow. Hmm. But there's um also there's a line where Dottie is talking to all the, you know, the wives of the town, and she says the devil's in the details, and then um, Agnes says it's not the only thing he's in. Mm-hmm. And Mephisto's okay. MCU's, MCU's right. devil. Yeah. So I think it's very clear that Agnes is Agatha Harkness. She's working for Mephisto. And they're trying to get Wanda to have kids to absorb them. Wow. Wanda, oh, also, Wanda ends up pregnant by the end. The, that's the final confirmation. She's pregnant by the end of the second episode. Yes. I would say, you know what? That does sound enough like a. It a sounds spoiler. accurate. Yeah, yeah I, I believe it. When they started chanting for the children, I was like, okay. I get it. There's no that, other reason for that, you know. Do you think you would have come to those conclusions had you not just read that trade? Um, probably not. No, but I think retrospectively, you can see that if you have that in mind and then you go back and rewatch it, there's so many moments that are about them having kids. You know, like Vision's boss asks about it. It just comes up a lot. The children, sure. you know. So, are people agreeing with you online? Is that like? I haven't looked too much, to be honest, but I think so. I think that's the popular. I would think that's the popular theory. I'm I'm excited. So is next week the uh, the Brady Bunch episode? Next week is the Brady Bunch. Yeah, they've kind of laid out all which episode will be which sitcom. Oh, have they? I haven't looked. I need to look at it. You got a list of it? Uh, I don't remember the exact list, but it's Dick Van Dyke. Also, he was. I don't know if you saw in the credits. He was a consultant on the episode. Really. Oh, yeah, on the cool. first one. That's and then Bewitched. And then Brady Bunch is next. And then I can't remember what was after that. Family Ties? Is Family that Ties that... makes sense. And then Malcolm in the Middle. And then Modern Family. And then Malcolm we get in the, middle, huh? the last three are present day, like the big finale. Hmm. That's super dope. So I think we're going to get our big MCU moment, but it, it's going to be in the last few episodes, you know? Which is that still a feature sense. length. Right. But that's cool. No, I thought it was I'm, really great. Um, now I, I'm a little nervous because now understand that, that this show came out. And we're recording this on Monday, so this rec- came out a couple of days ago. Um, but I haven't had a lot of people come in and talk about it. Like I People aren't like, man, have you seen the show? But if I ask a customer if they've seen it, they'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, no, it was fantastic. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it had the Baby Yoda moment, you know? That no, first no. episode, Mandalorian, everyone was talking about it the next day. Did you see Baby Yoda, you know? 
Right. It didn't have it didn't have that, which the, I really hope that that that's not the model that we have to go after of a big reveal in the first episode to get Yeah, I think we're going to get it later is what I'm saying, you know. I don't right. think we need to follow that first episode reveal, especially if it's on a weekly basis. So Yeah, I agree. Cuz I mean, I'd rather get a big thing Marvel, at the end. Yeah, yeah, we're having a new Marvel show every week. They can't just you know, I don't know. I And this am- was the a lot of the reviews we read or that I watched said that the third one was when they got really hooked and it started to amp up, you know? Like so far in the first two episodes we've seen hints of like Wanda's only broken character twice, you know? Um quote broken character, you know, right. like seemed like something was off. So we're not sure if she's involved, but I, they've only lightly hinted at it so far. And I think in the third one you get you get they go more into depth about yeah, this was definitely uh, a smart play world. to um, put the two episodes out instead of just the the first two separate weeks. So you kind of knock those out back to back. This was similar, you know? Yeah, no, I completely agree with putting the first two episodes out back to back because I think, yeah, Ron's Same. right. Like, I think they definitely would have lost viewers. Most definitely. Because it is so different from everything else that we've seen. Um. So fair warning, that's probably not the case for the other ones. <laughs> right. No, it looks like it's gonna be one at a time. Maybe at yeah. the end it'll be a couple, but maybe. But for the next don't, few weeks, don't it's expect be one. that. Falcon and Winter Soldier also looks like typical Marvel fair, so I don't think they need to worry about right. holding your hand through getting because you. Because those are hour long, right? So those are six one hour episodes, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um so does this I mean, are you, what's your hype levels like for the rest of the, the episodes? How many more are there? There's nine total, right? Yeah, so we got eight more. Okay. Wow. I mean, seven more. <laughs> seven more. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm all in on this. I think this is going to be really exciting. Um, I really wish people would come in and talk about it. Um, but I guess maybe there's not too much to talk about other than what we think is going on. And Dylan just told you, so it's all laid out. That's fact. it's over. We can stop. Yeah, no, this is over. Do we, do we think, think the a lot, guy is Mephisto? Do we think what? The beekeeper from under under oh. the, underground. See Mephisto. Oh yeah. What's up with the beekeeper see, guy, Dylan? See, that's what I mean. There's a lot that there's a lot that we don't. I don't know what's going on with the beekeeper. There was that moment between Agnes and the mailman where she like did finger guns at him, and he was like, "Don't shoot him. Just a messenger." Like I feel right. like everything happens for a reason. The everything ads, means something. Oh, the ads were super cool. Yeah, I forgot about those. Yeah, the, the ads were great for uh, uh, a Hydro Watch or and, yeah. Uh, yeah, Hydro Watch and what was the uh, other Stark one? Stark Toaster. Toaster. Stark Toaster. Yeah. And the only they the Stark Toaster has a little bit of color in it. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be one of those shows where once it's done, you can go back and you'll Great see watch. like seeds that were planted that you didn't understand at the time. You know, maybe that mailman was like. Maybe he's how Mephisto talks to Agnes, you know, how he communicates with her while she's in that world. Oh, yeah, wow. Passes, passes the, mes- the message to her that way. She seems like she knew him, so. Oh, definitely. I don't know. I'm convinced that Agnes knows what's going on. She Agnes knows so seems much. seems very aware, yeah. I'm I not agree. sure about Wanda. I don't know how much Wanda knows. I thought maybe she knew nothing, but at the end, when the beekeeper shows up, she's like, no. And then she rewinds time and makes herself pregnant. So I don't know what yeah. that means. Yeah. I don't know what that, it... that really took me by surprise too, because I, I thought I knew, I, I I sort of thought I had an idea of 
maybe not like the spoilery stuff, but like what she, what her involvement was like. And then I was like, oh, she can just change this stuff at will. You know, mm-hmm. like I didn't realize how much control she had over this. Yeah, I've been going back and forth. It seemed like I kind of thought going in that she would just create this whole thing and she would know everything. Right. But now it seems like there was the radio voice saying, Wanda, who's doing this to you um, from a so- presumably a sword agent, you know? And she doesn't seem like she, she seems confused by things that are happening. So I'm not sure how much she knows, you know? I think yeah. something else is happening, but I'm not sure. Hmm. It's all exciting. It's yes. It, that, that that's the that's the basic point. Is that this is all very exciting, and I'm very much looking forward to the rest of the season. Sames, samesies. Um, yeah. So it's and it's every Friday because then a Mandalorian kind of jumps around. So it's every Friday. I'm looking at the schedule now. Yeah, it's every Friday. Um, mm-hmm. So that's fantastic. Um, okay, Dylan, do you have anything else that you wanted to to mention about uh, your you got any other wild theories? I mean, I could do a whole breakdown of Easter eggs, but uh, there was there nah. were so many. There were so there many. were a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to comb through. But yeah, how many times did you watch it? Did you just watch it once? I watched it twice. I only watched it I tried. once. Yeah, I tried. I was gonna watch it yesterday, but I couldn't. I think I'm saving the rewatch for it being done. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. But I think you can just let it wash over you, and then do it again you know and you don't right. need to know all the easter eggs or anything it's not that important but i will say oh, if yes. you if you want to like go in armed with information of the source material then read the 12 issue vision and scarlet witch miniseries okay and that should be available at most bedrocks probably and at least in the trade form yeah the new format of it came out last week so if right. they don't have it we should be able to get it for you right most definitely death. um so Moving on from uh, WandaVision. Oh, and also, I don't know if I mentioned it at the top. Um, we need a name for the segment where we talk about what, what we watched. Something other than what we done watched, you know? So um, <laughs> if you have any suggestions, um, otherwise it for, will forever be known as the unnamed segment where we watch stuff. Um, we done watched. What we done watched. Uh, let us know on Twitter or on Discord or in person. Lay some ideas on us. You know, we're, I mean, Pickle of the Week came from a listener. Shout out, Nicholas, you know. Shout out. So, you know, you can affect change that you want to see in the podcast. And we are here. That's true. So, Be the change that you want to see. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and all three of us are, well, I, I've always been there, but Ron and Dylan are in the Discord now. So uh, you can pop in there and tell them in there, too. Yes, and uh, we don't have any concrete information for you yet, but I will tease that we are planning some watch parties on the Discord. Some of these MCU or these Marvel shows, maybe HBO Max, we'll see. Um, So stay tuned to that. Uh, We're going to get to that. But uh, moving forward to our new news segment, um, we're going to do things a little bit differently. You know, this time we've all found our own articles and we're going to talk about them. So uh, we're going to let Dylan kick off this whole thing. So Dylan, what did you find uh, this week that you thought was interesting? Oh, I'm going first. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope my bad. Um, Where do I begin? Okay. Um, Well, I guess we're on WandaVision. So I'll start there. 
Okay. And this is another, this is a big spoiler this time. It's not okay. even like a theory that I have. Okay. So it's a major so WandaVision you, spoiler if alert. Forward, if you fast forward to the news, fast forward <laughs> some more. Uh, yes. You got, you're about to get it right now. A couple minutes. Sorry. I like how we didn't get asked if we are okay with spoilers. Go ahead. Lay it on. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. No, I, don't I mean, y'all can, y'all can no, mute I, your, mute yeah, your sound for a minute. We on I'll, the I'll show, I'll wave dog. when I'm done. Um, <laughs> so, well, we've been talking about it a while, so we should all know that like Evan Peters has been rumored to be in the show in some oh. way. Ooh. We talked about it talked about it a couple weeks ago. Yes. Like, Who is he playing? Is it Mephisto? Mm-hmm. Is it Quicksilver? But today, someone at Disney who works for Disney effed up real bad. Oh, no. <gasps> they effed up. Yes. yes. They the, the F in the chat? The Spanish um, dubbing actor for Evan Peters, who did Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. Yes. He dubs Quicksilver for, you know, Latin America and, and Spain. Oh, boy. He tweeted that how excited he was to be playing Pietro again in WandaVision. <gasps> Such a over with a picture of what? Evan Peters' Quicksilver from X-Men Such Apocalypse. A it, wasn't, it wasn't a WandaVision thing, but wow. it, it seems seems to be... He deleted it, of course, and made his account private after that. Because he's But it seems to be confirmed that he's playing... He's in the show, which we weren't sure about, and he is playing Quicksilver, which it's it seems to be all. I think we're getting this so, is as much confirmation as we can okay, get without so, Marvel telling us. So hear me out. Is that a calc? Did did Disney tell him to out? do that because of negative reaction to Wandavision? Drum up some excitement. That's a lot. It could it be. Is. <laughs> but but I think this is proof of what we were talking about before: is that we will get our baby Yoda moments. It's just not in the first episode. You know Agreed. what I'm saying? But I agree. Are you guys excited about this, or do you prefer? Yes. No. Would you prefer great. an Aaron Taylor Johnson Quicksilver? No. I'm okay. curious to see if if she's going to look at him like that's his brother, her brother. Sorry. You know, like oh, it's um, it's a Quicksilver, so it has to be my brother. You know what I mean? I'm curious if that's the that's the play out. Yeah, we don't know. We just don't know what to expect. Yeah. It's a quote. It's a quote from One Division. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. I don't. I don't. I don't think I have anything more about Wandavision to say. Um, y'all, I know Michael's excited about this. This is the news for Michael that Justice League is not a four-part series. It's a movie now. Oh lord! Yes. Michael's yeah, been hoping and praying for this, and he willed it into existence. That's right. That's right. Uh, Snyder posted a couple weeks ago. We were talking about how he said book one, and he was talking about the episodes. He was. And now, now on today on Vero, he said it is quote a one shot and not a, a mini series. He did a one shot. A one shot. It is yeah. on Vero. Yes, he did post on Vero. That's where he drops his news. Is on Vero, Ron. Yep, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Lying. I, hate, I hate it, dude. That's- Do you guys think this is like? <laughs> is this good? Like, is are people just gonna watch it now and then deactivate their HBO so they have made them subscribe for a month with the four episodes, or would you? Is it better that it's just one whole chunk? Oh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. as I've said, it is way better to consume this four hour pile of garbage in one chunk. I'm so excited. I know. And so Me, I want to know what happened behind the, what happened behind the scenes here. So clearly Zack Snyder, I'm sure wanted it to be a long movie. He loves, he wants to be Akira Kurosawa and do seven samurai or something crazy and have like a six hour movie. You know, mm-hmm. he fancies himself you know, an auteur, an auteur director, you know, right. Um, which is hilarious. Um, but 
you know, obviously HBO wasn't going to do that. So do you think like, because he's painting it like this was always the plan and we just misunderstood what he was saying. Because I saw it was listed as a clarification that Zack Snyder said that. Uh, no, no, no. He said it was going to be four episodes okay. fully, like full stop, period. period. Said it was going to be four episodes, about an hour each. Like he talked about that in interviews and stuff. Okay. So I'm not so, sure if HBO was making him do that because, like I said, I think it's a better strategy to do it in four episodes. Yeah. Or if maybe he got his way eventually, he's like, no, I can't make it, you know, a logical can't make it good. conclusion three times throughout. So maybe he's like, it's got to be a movie. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But either way, Michael's getting his way. I'm so excited. Uh, so are we going to do a watch party for this? <laughs> I don't oh, know. I, that's a long, that's like, I'm not about it. <laughs> Marty, not about it. No, but no, I, for, if you do a watch party, I have to watch it on the computer. And I don't watch this thing in glorious 4K on the TV. Right, yeah. So now that we've gotten our, because it, it was my wish too, mainly Mike, Michael was the champion of it, but I also hoped it would be this way. So my new wish is that we have like a um, pretentious intermission. Oh it. my God. That's my new. That's my new hope. So, an inglorious bat. No, not what is it? What was the movie? Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Thank you. Yes. So, yes, please. That's what let's I want. Do it. I'm so on board for that. Um, okay. Okay. What Y'all like this more than I do. I'm. I'm so excited for that, dude. So this next one's got some twists and turns. So bear with me. Okay. Everyone rejoiced when it was uh, revealed that uh, Chris Evans was coming back to the MCU. He yeah. just mm-hmm. left. He's been saying, I'm, I'm not coming back. I'm done. It's over. But then Deadline, which is like a super reputable news right. source, you know, as reputable as it gets, says that he was close to striking a new deal to appear in a supporting role. And they, they said it was similar to Robert Downey Jr.'s deal after Iron Man 3, oh. the way he appeared in Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame, you know, in sure. supporting roles. And then, so it seemed like, okay, he's coming back, which I was... I felt bittersweet about because I want him to come back eventually. I was thinking maybe like five or 10 years, you know, as like a more seasoned cap, but it's like just now happening. But then Chris Evans tweeted news to me. He like retweeted it (laughs) like he doesn't know, but I'm thinking maybe this is a Tatiana Maslany she Hulk thing where he's just like, no, I'm not. I can't say nothing. Yeah. But okay. I have a theory about what's happening here. I think so I think he, number one, is appearing in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And number two, okay. I think he is going to be playing Johnny Storm. The human oh, well, shut up, what? dog. What? Dylan, yes. shut up, yes. Yes. Hey, if Evan I'm, Peters I'm can be in WandaVision, Chris Evans can reprise his role as Johnny Storm. So you telling me, you telling me they're about to have Quicksilver from the X-Men movies. Johnny Storm from the Fantastic Four movies, and they're about to bring back the two Spider-Men from the Spider-Man movies. You're crazy. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I mean, you know, if it's the theme, it fits the theme. I've never thought out of that. line. I've never thought about that until this very moment. But I'm so in. He says he's not. He says Steve isn't coming back. So oh, oh, it's Johnny out of line. Yes, Dylan is out of pocket, but I'm here for it. That sounds great. I mean, you know, bring it on. I guess. Should be, should be dope. That's great. That's okay. crazy. The Dylan's so, got the got the heat this. He got the news today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably wrong. I'm ninety percent 
Like that's not happening. But <laughs> no, that wouldn't it be nice? Um, because then we can get Jessica Alba as a Sue Storm. Come on. No, so you just get to pick um, and Yeah, pick pick the terrible slash great ones. Um, more casting announcement: Ethan Hawke was added to uh, Moon Knight. Yes, he's going to be playing. This is the Disney Plus show. For right. Those don't know, he's playing the main villain. I don't. I'm not too familiar with Moon Knight, but people seem to think he's playing Bushman, um, who's like his fellow mercenary and right. frenemy, former friend, arts nemesis. I mean, but, that would be um, his. Yeah. Moon Knight doesn't really have that many memorable villains. No, memorable villains. All that great anyway. Like yeah, they yeah. said, some others could be Crossfire, Black Spectre, or Jack Russell. Which the dog? I hope it's not Jack Russell. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, is he a terrier? Like, as people who have read Moon Knight, is Bushman his main? Yeah. Is it Bushman yeah, or Bushman? Be... Bushman. Bushman is Bushman, his, is his yeah. main villain, but like he's not exciting. No, he's, I mean, I'm I'm sure Marvel can make him very of exciting. Of course. Or at least somewhat dynamic, at the least. But yeah, right. I mean, that's his, that's his villain. Unless it's himself. <laughs> ah, yes. I've heard... I mean, Ethan Hawke is a big get, though. He's like a... He is. Not only actor, is he... Actor. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Not only is he just like an acclaimed actor, but he's very like snooty about these types of movies, too, and right. TV shows. I've heard. I've actually heard like a personal story from a customer about him, who works at a theater. Um, really? Yeah, about him, about that kind of behavior towards like commercial fare. So I think it's just pretty, pretty interesting. But I mean, I think this adds more like gravitas to Moon Knight. You know? Oh yes, that's what Moon it's going to be an, a, an Emmy darling. I mean, um, if, if you have Ethan Hawke in it, you know, maybe. I mean, someone's taking it seriously. If Ethan Hawke is in it. Right. Um, okay. So that, our favorite, cool. one of our most hyped movies is has moved up two months. Godzilla oh. versus oh. Kong. Oh, boy. Yeah. So this movie is coming out on HBO Max and theaters simultaneously. It was supposed to come out on Memorial Day, but then they moved it up two months. Now it's going to be March 26th. Yes, boy. And, uh, it's coming out so in we March? should be getting a trailer soon. It's real. Yes, boy. Out. This was... They work. This is where the one where HBO and Legendary are working together. We talked last week about right. how they struck a deal to release it digitally. And right, now, right, right. now it's actually coming out. Seems like they don't care about the theater if they moved it up. You know, oh. they're like, oh, I mean, it's for streaming. Um, yeah, because you would assume it's they would wait. That we haven't had a trailer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, this was just decided, so I'm sure we'll get one probably this week, right after we record. Usually, that's how this works. Normally, we'll get right. one tomorrow. Yeah, I'm sure. On Tuesday, but since this was a since this was like a legendary HBO thing, do you think Dune could move up too? That's all um, I care about with this article. Yeah, really. Th- yeah, that's that's the only thing I care about. No, uh, I, I think Dune is going to stick to its holiday release because Dune wants wants good theatrical, and you can get you could probably probably get good theatrical holiday twenty one. And I think they want to release Dune in award season. You know. Oh yeah. I think I think they're shooting for that. So you got to do fall fall winter for that. And I'm con- we'll I'm contemplating going all in and reading all of the Frank Herbert Dunes before that comes out. Ooh, which is only like five. That's a lot. Yeah, but and and bad. Only the first one's good. Okay, so I'm gonna go a little bit faster because I don't have okay. too much time left. But uh, comicbook.com asked Feige if there were plans for Nova, if it's gonna be Richard Rider or Sam Alexander, and he oh. said yes and yes. And he said, I think I've been talking about Doctor Strange for eight years before that movie came out. So 
immediate potential is relative, but clearly we're not shying away from the cosmic end of storytelling, blah, 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 blah. So he basically confirmed this plans for both Novas. And I really like Sam Alexander. I don't think there's a Latino representation in MCU. So I hope that happens sooner rather than later. But I've seen no, I've seen no uh, projects that look like, oh, Nova would be in that. So I don't know when it's going to be. It doesn't sound like it's in the immediate future. No, but it sounds like, I mean, at least they're talking about it. Yeah. Um, we talked about how Charlie Cox is in Spider-Man 3, rumored to be. Yes. And now they're saying he's wrapped filming on well, it. Well, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so confirmed. It doesn't seem like, yeah, it doesn't Who's seem like not he's in a, this movie. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't think Johnny he's in it much because he didn't film that long. You know? Sure. I'm wondering if he's playing Daredevil or Matt Murdock. Peter, Peter's lawyer, you know, since. Oh, I wouldn't. Oh, that makes sense. Maybe he shows up as Matt Murdock. Yeah, because he was supposed to Spider Man at the end, so he would need a lawyer, you know? Right. Um, I think it'd be cool if they introduced him as Matt Murdock in Spider Man 3 and then did Daredevil and Doctor Strange 2, you know? Oh, Which man. This is so exciting. A slow burn. I know. The I know. It's all coming back. Now. Remember a few years ago when we were like, oh, we won't see Defenders in Endgame? Right. And now we're like, will Chris Evans be Johnny Storm? <laughs> Ron, do you want a podcast bet with Dylan? You already know, baby boy. What's up? About, the, about, about Johnny Storm? Because I agree with Dylan, so I don't... Oh, I mean... I... We got a ways for payoff on I that. I also agree. <laughs> oh, you do? I agree. Oh, all right then. So no. Okay. Damn. Well, Dylan was about to get paid. We'll find we'll yeah. find someone else to bet us. That's right. All three um, of us. You got even else? more casting. Oh, Matt Damon else? was added to Thor: Love and Thunder. That he's flown to Australia. The article is great. Yeah, that's his role in uh, Thor: Ragnarok, where he played like a random yep. person playing Loki. But now he says he's excited to make Australia his home for a few months. It sounds like he has more than just a cameo in this one. Yeah, no kidding. So that's I'm wondering. Cool. Is he reprising that same Asgardian random person <laughs> role, or is he a new character? I don't know. It's confusing. Um, he's going to be but, playing Loki. Yeah, he's playing Loki. Loki acts, you know, Loki's ah. disguising himself as Matt Damon. I think he's Jason Bourne. Yes, I agree. Uh, okay <laughs> with that too, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's more. Uh, basically, all this merch is being made, and no movies are coming out, so we keep getting a trickle of merchandise Spoilers. reveals. Yeah. Um, there's our first look at like the whole team of the Eternals and in their costumes and yep. everything, including basically our first look at uh, Angelina Jolie's uh, Athena. Um, it's on a package for a t-shirt. So we still don't have like a clear look, which is... But the upsetting. costumes look good. Yeah, they look good. I just want to see them clo- like up close. Right. You know? And in high res. Yeah. And there's still no Kit Harrington. I don't know what's going on with Black Knight. Maybe he'll he's treated as like a surprise. Not oh, sure. okay. But the same thing um, happened with Winter Soldier. Hold on. Sam Wilson. Yeah. Can you all hear me? Yeah, I hear yes. you. Okay, I can't hear you, so I'm just going to keep talking. Oh, no. Okay, cool. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, in Endgame, Cat passed the mantle to Sam. And uh, I think in the show, they've been treating it like, oh, he's just Falcon again, based on the title even. So we're not, we didn't know. I don't think that Sam is going to be the new Captain America, but in this toy, it's called like a Titan hero series, which is basically a kid's toy. Right. But I mean, all toys are kids toys, but it's not like a Marvel <laughs> legend. It's like Got a kitty kid toy, but on the picture <laughs> on the packaging, there's a concept art of Sam Wilson and like the full Sam Wilson, Captain America get up. 
Let's go. Um, so I have one more uh, bit of news. Back to WandaVision. I probably should have put this at the top. But they released, <laughs> they released a featurette, which was um, basically behind the scenes video of the making of WandaVision. And they were talking to one of the designers and like very clearly next to her, like in, in the background, there's concept art for Wonder Man. Oh, okay. Which oh, cool beans. it was like too predominantly, I don't know if you guys can see the image, but it was too it. predominantly placed to be an accident, I think, like a, an oopsie doopsie. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very. I on. think it's a tease for sure, a purposeful tease. Doing. But in the comics, um, his name is like Simon Williams, and his brain waves were used to make Vision, and he's also Scarlet Witch's one of her, you know, lovers. So he's sure. like very steeped in the Vision and Scarlet Witch history. So he might be in the show, probably not, but maybe. Okay. Any? Are you guys uh, Wonder Man fans? Uh no. <laughs> No, it's, it's kind of messed up in the comics because she's like with Wonder Man, and then he dies, and then she just like puts his consciousness in Vision, and then he comes back, and she's like, "No, nah, I'm with Vision now." You know? Oh, okay. So it's, a, it's a little messed up. She made a robot version of him, and then dumped the real version. But I don't think sometimes that, got, but maybe happens like that. You know? Nathan Fillion was like rumored to play him because oh, there were yeah. posters. In the in the Marvel universe, he's an actor, and there were posters of him in Guardians of the Galaxy two as that actor. Little Easter eggs in the background, but I don't think oh, it's Nathan Williams. That's I mean, interesting. Uh, yeah, we'll see. That'd be cool. I like Nathan Fillion. That's, that's all I got. It's all the comic book movie news for this week. Delayed. Thank you, Ron. Ronnie boy. What you What's find, up, boys? What you find on your court of the internet. I didn't did some news. Uh, I start off with the with the one that's not really any real news. Yeah, um, Dylan, this is for you. Katy Perry is teaming up with Pokemon what? for the 25th anniversary to make a song. Now, why do you say this is for me? Because you love Katy You like Katy Perry? I don't. I knew it was the other one. The other one. I always forget. It's either Katy Perry or... Um, what's the other one? What's the other girl's name? Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Tay-Tay. How dare you compare how the two? Da- how I'm, dare I'm you so sorry. I'm so sorry. But anyway, uh, it's not just Katy Perry. It's a bunch of other artists. But they're doing something for the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Uh, they don't know if it's going to be a song or so, them <laughs> featured on an ad. Ronald, I'm looking at the uh, article that you have here. Is mm-hmm. that your title or is it the title of the article? Um, Katie, I don't remember. The article <laughs> title that Ron has I think it's the article. Katie Perry I'm pretty positive it's the article. Teams with Pokemon for some sort of 25th music anniversary thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I they think it's going to be an album of different. Oh, she's going to redo the Poké Rap. Yeah, probably. That's what they said in the article. I'm here for it. It said that they're teaming up with Universal Records, who she works for, and the fact that they said that leads me to believe that maybe other artists from Universal will yeah work yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. So I'm crossing my fingers for Blackpink, but we'll <laughs> see. I think it's a better we'll fit than K-Pop. Also, her favorite Pokemon is Pikachu. So there you go. Wow. Also. Well, I don't think she has even heard of Pokemon, but no, she said she used to play when she was a child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we not we do not stand, but wow. Ariana Grande is also signed to Universal, and she has an EV tattoo. Oh, there you go. Saying she the synergy is there. Yeah, she's a big she's a big Pokemon fan. Well, that's Apparently. cool. Well, that's that little bit of news. Uh, the next one, still in the Pokemon realm, Pokemon Snaps coming back, boys. Yes. 
Yay. Yes, I'm excited coming, coming out in uh, in April. I loved. Uh, Snap it's taking place in the uh, Lento region. Um, if you don't know, uh, Pokemon Snap is a puzzle photography game. Uh, if you haven't played that when it came out in 1999, did it's crazy. Are, are you were you too young for Pokemon Snap? Were you all too? Not really. I played it. I played it for sure. So you might have been too young for this aspect of it, though. So uh, Blockbuster Video, they had this station at certain Blockbusters that if you took your Pokemon Snap cartridge, you could plug it in and print out the pictures that you took as to little tiny stickers. Um, no, I did it. I did that, too. I, did I only it. did it a couple times. I did I it a bunch. I, I, like, I went ham on my Pokemon deck box. We're low middle class, baby boy. So, right. So I could show up to Toys R Us and do that all the time. kids. Every every once in a while I could. Not all the time. Uh but yeah, it's super exciting. It's coming out April twenty first. Pretty soon. Yeah, so, I didn't even you know. realize this was happening. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they talked about it for a while. Just like it might happen. You know. And sure. you know. I'm excited. Pokemon was like, you know, let's let's give them something they want, I guess. Uh right. and then my last bit of news here. The Last of Us two, the Last of Us uh, HBO series uh, tapped a Russian director for the pilot. Oh, really? Uh, Antonir Balagov, um, director of Beanpole, and what was this other movie he did? I don't know that name. Dylan, do you uh, know that? I forgot it. Anyway, nope. yeah, so Russian movie, pretty uh, small. It won some awards for um, some. I think I don't remember. I'd but. be okay with a Last of Us TV show. So yeah, he will be doing the pilot at least. Um, so there you go. That's exciting. On HBO. Um, no other news. They don't know when it's coming out yet. But sure. All exciting stuff. N- nice and quick from Ron this week. Um, yeah. yeah, you know. Um, so I have a few things uh, this week. Uh, there's a trailer out for this um, ridiculous film called Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> have you guys gotten to see this? Yes. It's um, beautiful. Starring, starring uh, one Nicolas Cage uh, in a movie that is clearly inspired by Five Nights at Freddy's about a man who becomes a janitor at a Chuck E. Cheese style restaurant and then the animatronic animals go crazy and come to life and he has to kill them all um and it looks like a ridiculous like a mandy color out of space like crazy nick cage movie that he just seems. i haven't seen either of those movies and i need to uh you don't need to see color out of space it's not very good i I mean i I, I like it because i like lovecraft and i think like i enjoy it but i I don't think it's i think mandy is definitely way worth your time more than color out of space but okay. how did Nick Cage get to this point of the career, you know? He don't care, dude. He's just doing the, the wackiest stuff he can, you know? Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I think he's it, going a little bit from critically panned garbage to, like, fan favorite cult right. garbage. You know? Exactly. It's an interesting um, pivot. Um, that one is really fantastic. And go check out that uh, trailer right now um, if you haven't seen it already. Um. I'm going to jump ship a little bit because I meant to start with these news, these other two pieces of news because they're very short uh, and they're not related to movies in any way. Um, Game of Thrones star Halfmore Bjornsson is going to start boxing. He's the guy that played the mountain. Oh, no. And he is the world's first Titan weight fighter. 
Um, he is 344 pounds um, of muscle. Muscle. Um, he's going to wrestle. I'm sorry, wrestle. Sorry. He's going to box in his first match. Uh, uh, oh, it already happened uh, uh, two days ago uh, in Dubai against a 217 pound guy named Stephen Ward. Well, now we have to see if he won or not. Yeah, right. Tune, tune in next week just so I can see if he won. Um, but I so, would hope so. You know, there's a million weight classes in boxing, but he's the first ever Titan weight, um, which is crazy. Seems unfair. And also in uh, very quick sporting news, uh, Chris Statlander, AEW wrestler, uh, who has been out for a very long time with a ACL surgery, uh, is going to be coming back soon. So that's very exciting. Um, moving back to entertainment and movies. Got a couple of things here. Uh, Amazon is doing, I completely forgot about this, or maybe, I don't know if we've discussed about this at all. They're doing an I Know What You Did Last Summer TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. They've done a bunch of casting for it. We don't know names. We don't know anything other than that this show exists, really. Um, and I only recognize one of the names. Uh, that's Madison Eisman, uh, who was in Jumanji Next Level. Um but they, there's a bunch of people that they casted for this movie. Um, Ezekiel Goodman, Brianne Tijoux, Ashley Moore, Sebastian Amorso, Fiona Renee, and a few more. Um, but nobody, there's uh, character descriptions are being kept under wraps, uh, though it is suggested that uh, Madison Eisman is going to be in the lead. Um, I like the first movie a lot. Um, they're pretty bad after that. Actually, they're all pretty bad. Um, but, um, the, they're going to start filming, uh, next month in Hawaii with a screenplay written by Sarah Goodman, uh, who works on the preacher. So I don't Interesting. know. Yeah. We'll see. I like we'll, the movie. I like the first one. Yeah. Um, uh, scream, uh, scream five, uh, tweeted out a, uh, or I think it's just called scream right now. Yeah. Um, Womp womp. Yep. Uh, they tweeted out a teaser video that's just like a little clip of Ghostface uh, that the movie is coming out in one year. one four twenty two. 22 uh, Okay. So I'm excited. Uh, this uh, It's a little it's so bit because it's the first uh, scream without Wes Craven attached uh, since he's passed away. Uh, but I think it's uh, written by Kevin Williamson who uh, was involved with all the other movies, so I think this movie's in good hands. Uh, and it's got most of the don't, coming back. I don't know if like these roles still apply in a pandemic, but an early January release date is terrible. Like normally, that signal is a terrible movie, right? Um, it's probably not the case here. But I would have been start cool shooting the like movie an, though. O- an October movie. It's done. The movie's done. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, it's it is kind of weird. You're right. Um, that is a terrible release date. Um, however, I don't know. I think we have to recover a little bit from the other slate, from everything else moving around so much that like it's less important. Yeah, because Maybe honestly, those rules won't apply for a little bit. Because honestly, a January release date is not too bad if I haven't been to a movie, you know, in a, a year, of months. Yeah, and I don't. Go, I know. If we don't start going back till November or December, that's pretty good. I'll see yeah. anything. Yeah. Side None note, of us have any mountain. concept of time anyway. What were you saying, Ron? Uh, side note: the mountain won his fight. 
Oh, did did he? Yay. Yeah. There Good. You go. Doesn't he sell water or something? Is it sure? Isn't he a DJ? No, that's Hodor. Right? He has his own drink or something. Okay. Now I gotta look that up. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. BRB. <laughs> um, other entertainment stuff here. Um, the Sopranos prequel movie, The Many Saints of Newark, uh, got a date shift. Uh, originally, that was supposed to be March 12th. Now it's going to be in September 24th. Um, it's directed by Alan Taylor, who directed a bunch of the episodes of the series, written by uh, David Chase, who, if you don't know, is the creator of The Sopranos. Um, it's exciting because uh, James Gandolfini, uh, who played Tony Soprano hit and has passed away, his son, Michael Gandolfini, is going to be playing the younger version of Tony, uh, which is very exciting for me. I really cannot wait for this movie. Um, I love The Sopranos, and it's not a cash-in. It's made by David Chase. It's you know made by people who care about this property. And I, you know, The Sopranos has come up a lot lately at the store, uh, talking about like really, in terms of TV, I feel like there is everything that came before the Sopranos and everything that came after. Like, I think the Sopranos is like the big changing moment in television where TV became film quality or as respectable as film. Um, and I, I really put that on the shoulders of the Sopranos. And if you haven't watched any of it, uh, I would recommend it. There's only six seasons. Um, it's really, really good. Um, I, I know- think that that era of HBO did a lot, you know. Yeah, I think absolutely. The Wire. I think Sex and the City did a lot for comedy, like what Sopranos did for drama, you know. But Alan Taylor is. Are you are you excited about that or not? Because he he's hit or miss. His he movies hit, are not good. He is hit and miss. Uh, but his he's Mr. Terminator Genesis. Um, okay. So that's all that matters. Yeah, that's really. I'm more into that. Uh, he also did um, some Six Feet Under. Which Thor uh, the Dark World? Yeah. Oh, I love those movies. I'm kidding. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> um, how many episodes of The Sopranos he did? He did about ten. He did some. His Pax Soprano uh, is in season one, and that's one of my favorite episodes. It's very good. Um, okay, so he gets a pass. Yep, and he also directed Blue Comet, which is interesting because that is um, uh, the final episode of the sopranos oh interesting um so very interesting but but a very divisive episode but not for its directing um another side note yes the mountain sells water (laughs) thank you ron (laughs) it's called heavy bubbles heavy bubbles (laughs) now it it looks like weights and they get extremely heavier the more water you want so there you go what well done i put it in the chat if y'all want to see it that's wild um, I'll put it in the Discord. Sure. Why not? Okay, put it in the Discord. Um, John Wick writer Derek Colstad, Colstad uh, has been uh, is going to be uh, writing. I'm sorry uh, to develop the live action D and D series. Um, yeah. Cool. I mean, this is from THR, a Hollywood Reporter, so you can take it to the bank. Um, I. D&D has never been adapted well, ever. Um, this would be the one mode, Michael. I mean, okay, not including novels, that's different, because that's very akin to the game itself. 
but like there's been movies there's been animated show it's it's all bad jason satham was in one of them i forget which movie but he's in one of them marlon wayans was in one oh for real oh dude so bad it's kind of funny yeah um but do y'all is the writing behind john wick really all that no no right like it's, john wick's it's the directing competently and... written yeah sure I'm looking at his credits, and he looks like he does those kinds of those like direct-to-video action movies, like One in the Chamber with Liam Neeson and The Package with I can't remember that guy's name, but Ronald. you know what I mean, like those those like Bruce Willis direct-to-video movies. The picture that Ronald sent of this heavy bubbles, I did not expect this. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? That is ridiculous. <laughs> it's in the Uncanny Universe channel in the the Discord. It yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It uh, is oh boy, it looks like a giant. Like you know, uh, Ozarka bottle that goes on the you know the water cooler, but right. with, with a grip in the middle of it so that you can yeah, hold it like get, a barbell. You know, do you your can barbells, lift it you know? and drink from it. That's amazing. There you go. Um, uh, keeping with more D and D news, uh, Dragonlance <laughs> authors uh, have dismissed uh, their ten million dollar lawsuit against Wizards of the Coast. I mentioned this a couple weeks back that uh, the creators of Dragonlance, one of the most popular D and D settings. Uh, Tracy Hickman and Margaret Weiss have voluntarily dismissed their $10 million lawsuit against uh, Wizards of the Coast um, and then tweeted out a picture with some binders implying that they were done with some work. So I guess they got their stuff figured out and we can get some Dragonlance content that we haven't had in a very long time. So that's good very exciting. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. That means they got paid and they need to because um, – Anyway, yeah, they're they're great. If you haven't read into Dragonlance, it's really good stuff. Um, one more bit of D and D news: um, they announced a new D and D book last week called Candlekeep Adventure. I'm sorry, called uh, Candlekeep Mysteries, and it is available for pre-order at all Bedrock Cities, including the fancy special edition, which is all we will get uh, while we can. Um, but so there's a couple interesting things about this uh, this this book. So it is a book of 17 one-shot adventures that are all set in Candlekeep where someone finds a mysterious book and then you go solve the mysteries about that, you know, contained within the book in the one adventure. So it's a nice uh, group of uh, adventures that you can run, at, you know, s- slide them into any adventure or just run them all once. Very easy. And from levels one through 16. So lots of varying degrees there. And they are taking, if you guys remember, um, six months ago or so, D&D released uh, a thing on their website uh, about a combat wheelchair, sort of a, uh, a mount, basically. It would use like horse rules, um, but f- to include disabled uh, people in the game. And there was a bit of an uproar <laughs> with the neckbeard Americans, if you will, um, who Ugh. thought that that was unrealistic and ridiculous like which is hilarious that you're caring about realism in a game where you're fighting dragons um and also why wouldn't a dungeon have an elevator do you really think the wizard wants to bring all that crap by hand all these places no that's ridiculous it's gonna have ramps and elevators they have carts they have to bring stuff of course dungeons have ramps and elevators so this the the combat wheelchair is seeing print in candlekeep mysteries and will have a dungeon with ramps uh and elevators so cool. very cool and they're coming out with these minis that i actually don't think we can get so i don't want to push put them over too hard but they're amazing 
they're these really high quality unpainted minis of like a dwarf with a big axe and a wheelchair with spikes on it and stuff. It looks, cool. it looks really cool. Um, but um, so that's coming oh, this up. Is super dope. That's available for pre-order at all Bedrock locations. Um, and my final bit of news is um, Criterion Collection is going to be re-releasing some Bong Joon-ho uh, Korean films. Uh, and they're going to be starting in April with a movie called Memories of Murder. Um, so I'm very excited. Criterion um, is really top tier uh, in terms of uh, boutique Blu-ray labels. Um, and I, this is a movie I've never seen. And the trailer looks fantastic. And it's starring the the father from Parasite. This is from mm-hmm. 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, so He's in a lot of his movies. Yes. So, and if you've never owned a Criterion uh, release, you really don't understand how good they are compared to your standard blu-ray this is up this is up for pre-order on amazon um i would recommend pre-ordering it um because once the criterions go out of print they get expensive um but it is it is um but anyway um i think that's all i have i don't really have a ton of crazy news this week but i'm just really looking forward to this criterion release i pre-ordered it myself i'm looking forward to it um dylan i know you're not doing physical anymore but i think it's coming to streaming too yeah i'm glad because those movies are kind of hard to find like even on streaming you know have you have you ever looked into the criterion channel as a script as a streaming service i've looked into it but i've never fully tried it out i so back before they had their own service they were on maybe canopy i don't remember what they were on they were on something some snooty streaming service and I signed up for the Snooty streaming service so I could look at the Criterion stuff. And they're very nice, but it's it's so snooty. Unbelievably snooty. Like, <laughs> like it's embarrassing. You know, like, oh, I can't have people see me looking at this stuff. I'm looking yeah. like a fool. Isn't it, isn't it like a la carte, like you buy them on the service? Or no. am I thinking something else? $15, okay. $15 a month, um, which is pretty high. Um, for what it is yeah right exactly but knowing that you're getting all the um, you know the the love and care that they put into their movies um, but like they also do like themed months or whatever like this month is Japanese noir month and they have 17 Japanese noir films like imagine watching all these movies you know but you know it's it's a really if you really want to dive deep into our tour film. This is a really good place to start. Um, they, uh, there's one. There's they did a, a group of Afrofuturism films that I really wanted to take a look at. Some of these, but um, that sounds cool. Yes, yes, very cool. Um, but anyway, um, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, mm. Right? Unless we got anything else, I didn't miss anything. We got it all. We got it all covered. So uh, I just want to remind everybody to please head over to Twitter. Uh, BRC Uncanny, Uncanny Universe on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, head over to our Discord server where you can find the link in our Twitter bio. Um, and let us know what you thought of the, the new format. Let us know what, uh, what you want us to name the unnamed segment where we done watch stuff. 
but that's it. That's really all I got to say. Thank you. Come all. talk to us about WandaVision. Come talk to Ron. Come talk to Ron about WandaVision. Come talk to everybody about come, WandaVision. Yeah, come talk to me. Don't talk to Dylan because he works upstairs. Me too. Yeah, I need socialization. That's right. Uh, but anyway, thank you all so much, so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Lady, y'all is Ron. This is Dylan, and I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.